podcast is sponsored by Faf. Alongside their range of amazing sewing machines, they have a selection of brilliant overlocker and cover stitch machines. If you're ready to take your sewing to the next level, then we really recommend you have a look at Faf's range of overlockers. If you've always been intimidated by threading an overlocker machine, then Faf's air threading models are for you. We sell the full range of Faf machines, so do get in touch if you've got any questions. Welcome to episode 30 of the New Craft House podcast with me, you, Hannah. And me, Rosie, we were just looking actually, and the last time, well, the last episode that we did together was like three back, and that was actually basically a month ago. Yep. So it's been a while since we've had a little chat together on a podcast. So, so as always, we're going to nut up at you. <laughs> we're going to start with a catch up. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been going on? Well, what have I been up to? I feel like I've just been in like work. And looking after a baby. And I feel like we did, did a lot of folk festivals over the summer oh, yeah. Fred. That was really fun. You should explain what Fred does. So yeah, Fred is a musician. He's a drummer. So he plays with... Um, he's mostly a drummer. So he plays with a few different artists. And he went to a few festivals and played. And then he also plays guitar and writes his own music. Um, yeah, he played his own stuff at one festival as well. So you're like well versed in camping with a baby. Yeah, we've been a few times now. It was cold. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then I think by the last night of the last one, we kind of cracked it. And if anything, I was a bit hot. And <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going camping again actually in a few weeks, so hopefully it won't be freezing again. You're doing like proper British holidays this year. It's nice. Yeah, we were going to go away, but yeah, just decided not to. Um, so me, Fred, Marigold and Twigs will be hitting up South Wales. If you've got any recommendations, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> well, that's basically all I've been up to, I feel like. It's been really hot the last week in London. Yeah, weird, like late summer. Yeah. But the office has aircon, so... It's pretty great, actually. It's really lovely. <laughs> really if I forget. If you're nearby on a Saturday and you're hot, you should just come in just to hide. Hide from the heat. And then, what have you been up to for last month? Well, my children, their nursery did, like does school holidays. Which is quite annoying, actually. But it meant that they had six weeks off over summer. So I took two and a little bit weeks off work. And actually went to France with them. Which was really nice. Like, I haven't had a block of time off like that in a long time. And it was nice to mostly forget about work and go somewhere completely different with them. And, yeah, it was just really nice. It was really hot. It's in Brittany. My parents had a house there. and Had a house? Had a house. They actually sold it while we were there. (laughs) They bought it when I was, like, 12. So we've been going there for years. It's kind of like the... I used to hate going so much, I can remember. And you used to send me a little postcards written on cheese packets. Yeah, and cereal packets. I'm so miserable. Like there was this was back in the day where we didn't really have signal and I just wanted to hang out with my friend, you know, like I'm a 14, 15 year old. Why do you take me to the middle of nowhere? Like we didn't have running water. You had to shower outside. I had to shower outside. I was like a self-conscious teenager. (laughs) It was really bad. So yeah, I wasn't that sad that they sold it. Everyone's probably picturing a really horrible house, but it's really, really lovely. Yeah, but you didn't see it back then. There was nothing. It was like mud floor. Nothing. 
It wasn't much floor. There wasn't. Fl- <laughs> I'm not joking. And it took me about ten years to like get water. Anyway, I sound really ungrateful. Um, there were parts of it that were really nice, and now it's really nice. And it was nice to be there with the kids and like just build tree houses and stuff. And I did actually do some sewing. I made a bag in one of our new patent leathers, uh, the n- n- lime. Lime neon one, and we've also got like lime pink, purple, lime yellow. But I just made it without a pattern, basically just sewed up the side seams. You did it the opposite to me, didn't you? You put it so the seams were on the inside. Yeah, yeah. Because I was doing like those corners at the bottom. Yeah, otherwise you'd have to cut it off. Yeah, they would have looked a bit messy, I think. But it was super easy, and I've used it like all the time since then. So that's nice. And I also made like a lime <laughs> linen dress. Really going for the lime. (laughs) Um, The Lee dress by Soften Studio. It's just like a scoop neck, maxi, simple shape. Really, really nice. Yes, it's bias cut actually, so it feels nice to wear. I think it would look really nice in a silk as well. I think I'm going to try and do one in a silk next. Yeah, it'll be a different vibe. Yeah. She's got it on right now, that's why we're going a bit quiet and staring at it. I've been wearing it a lot, which is nice. I've been trying this year to actually make things that I want to wear more and not just, like, things that I think, ooh, that's pretty. Yeah, but you did stuff into your little box of... At the, in the office, we have a little box each, and every once in a you hide it in there or just take it take it away. But you stuffed in this really fancy lace. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is not a garment that you're going to... It's holographic lace. <laughs> Yeah, but I ain't gonna get a lot of wear. When we went to the designer to pick up all this fabric, like the big delivery we had, I saw it on the day and was like, that is just the most amazing fabric. I want that the most of anything. Um, the most of you ever wanted a fabric? No, from that that like collection. Okay. On that day, that's what I wanted the most. Yeah, it's very unusual. It's really cool. It's a French fancy lace. Yeah, so one day I'll sew that and show you all. Maybe. Have you made anything else? Oh, you made something last night, actually. Yeah. So if you've seen on our Instagram, we had some new Liberties drop, like the new Liberty jerseys. But in that same delivery from them, we also had some Liberty ripstops, which they were using to make bags with, like makeup bags, but also actually just handbags and tote bags and things. So we've got those ripstops in three different prints. They're going to be live next week yeah maybe probably around the time this podcast comes out they're really lightweight like sort of papery feel just really nice for bags really lightweight yeah yeah like windbreaker yeah like you could also use them for jackets and things um so i took one of those last night and tried to make a copy of the uniqlo bag that everybody has but i also have and i've been using for months i don't have one you don't have one you're holding out they brought out some cord ones, apparently, so if you want an awesome version. That. I don't. Well, they're so useful. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I tried to copy that. And it was pretty successful. I need the straps still, but the actual bag shape's all done. And it was nice to, like, try and figure it out, all the construction and everything. It's nice to say something without a pattern where there's no fit involved. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll probably share that by the time this podcast is out as well have a look what have you been saying nothing Mm, yes i did i made a little um helen's closet not the gilbert the 
I can't remember the name of it, but it's the Helen's Closet with like the sleeveless tank. Oh yeah, I don't see tank In the marigold. Oh, you told um, me, but I haven't seen it. The marigold embroidered cotton that we had. So we had this white cotton that was embroidered with these bright orange marigold flowers that were kind of like fluffy in the petals. Mm. Um, my daughter's called Marigold, so obviously I had to get some. But I don't know if I can keep up that. Yeah, it's I can't a long get life. It's a lot, a long <laughs> life of orange cloves. But um, I thought, okay, it's the first one that's come in, so I thought I'll get a little bit. And yeah, I made, but it is quite full on fabric. But so for a little top, for a little nice. top, yeah, I thought it was quite cute. Um, so I've made that. I just, I do need to finish the armholes on it still. Um, but it's really cute. And then what else? Oh, okay. I did actually do some sewing on Friday night. On Friday, I had a wedding on Saturday and it was going to be 33 degrees. And so I didn't want to wear one of my silk dresses. So I went to this um, shop near our office where you can rent dresses. Because I've been doing that for a few weddings. It's like £40. And it means that you can pick something a bit more fun. Um, if I haven't had time to sew something, I'd rather rent it. So I went in to look and they had a really, really nice shared one-shouldered dress. Yeah, it was cool. Which actually came, is from a designer that we get the fabric from. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah. Uh, so, and one of the team had said that they'd gone in there and they had loads of their dresses. So actually it's quite, we'll, I'll, we'll go next week because they've got loads, loads of our fabrics mm. in dresses that you can rent. So I tried it on, I really liked it, but the one shoulder was not suitable for my breastfeeding boobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly my breastfeeding bra. And Marigold was coming to the wedding, so I knew I had to be able to feed. So I was like, well, I'm going to recreate that dress on Friday night, which is like, obviously I wasn't going to do it so I declared it to Molly and Haley and Molly and um, Gemma I was like I'm going home I'm going to make this dress but with two straps so I went home and then I went through the box of remnants and they had the same fabric that it was made from yeah in the remnants we got from them yeah but in a different colour slightly less nice colour but I thought okay well this is obviously perfect for it because they probably tested it loads (laughs) took it home started shearing it and it was going really well and then I changed bobbin to the second one and if anyone's done shearing, shearing, we chat about it every time. Um, how you say it? That when you wind up the bobbin with tension, the second bobbin that I put on actually like was coming out a bit tighter, mm. and you could see the difference in the lines. So then I re-round round the bobbin a little bit looser. I was starting to lose steam at this point. <laughs> it's downhill from here. And then I did a few lines, but it's slightly tighter. And then I just thought. Should I just leave it now? Okay, anyway. So anyway, basically what I've got is a rectangle <laughs> with about 10 lines of shearing on it. Uh. And I am going to finish it. But then I also decided that I like that dress so much because of the one shoulder. I thought it looked really chic and like, yeah. it was nice the way like one shoulder was out. And it, I just wouldn't like it as much if I just boshed it together and did it with two straps. Yeah. So my plan is still to do it, is now to do it with the one shoulder, which is, would have taken ages anyway, because I'd have to get the shape right. You have to shear the big panel for the bodice. And then I'd have to have like, use some, like a, a tape. Mm. Oh, bias, was it bound? No, it wasn't bound, but just to like stabilize the slant, slant, yeah. Mm. And then hem it. 
because obviously then you're going to cut off half of the shearing sheared line yeah anyway i mean obviously by this point because i also took a break to eat a thai takeaway <laughs> it's like 10 30 i was going to bed at like 9 45 so as i just went back in i was like nah, i give up <laughs> and i wore a dress i already had but that was my latest sewing project so i will finish it at some point but then i do have a slight worry that maybe it's getting like cold enough now that i'm gonna shelf that for i know I'm just thinking, like, actually need to get on the autumn winter stuff so you can actually just wear it, like, the first few days it's cold. Yeah, and, like, making a coat, if you want to make a coat or jacket, you've literally got to get it done in, like, October. Because if it gets to, like, December, I just think, now what's the point now? Yeah. As says the coat project in the corner. (laughs) I've got a everyday wool jacket half made. Well, I'd say, like, 80% made. Yeah. I need to get that done. Need to get it done. But first, my next sewing project is prom dress. We started it a month in advance. I thought we were so good being so early. I was was like strutting around. I think I've done... It's the Fabric Godmother Peony is my one. And it has 12 darts. I hadn't sewn a dart in ages. Have you done the darts? I think I did six of them or something. I mean, here we are. Four days out from prom. I'm taking it home today. I'm going to do mine Thursday night. We just took pictures, actually, of Molly's finished dress. She's the only one in the team who's actually finished her dress. Gemma's basically finished, too. Oh, okay. Well, Molly's is a really cute... Oh, what's the name of the pattern? It's by Sewing Mason, but it's her new one, kind of a bit Jane Austen-esque. And she's done it in our Tea Party Cloquet, which actually just went into the clearance section because we've started a clearance so section. Cute. And it looks so cute, like a little bubble. Um... Yeah, so well done, Molly. The rest of us have failed. <laughs> but we will have them done for the party. When we talked about having started it on the podcast, I think in the episode that we were talking about prom, we said we were going to make matching bags and shoes. I've actually got an evening of cutting out ahead of me because I'm doing something that some people, prob- some sewists who are listening will probably think is a bit mad. But I am going to outsource my sewing. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a few things that I want to make, but I know I don't have time to make them. And I'd rather just have them now, basically. So my friend Tilly, who we've talked about on the podcast, actually. Yeah. um, Does is an amazing seamstress and I'm paying her to make some stuff. So I actually asked, she gets booked up way in advance for work. So I booked in the, like I said, two days in September. I feel like it was in like July. Yeah. And now it is upon us. So I'm actually going to cut it out in advance, pack it all up. And I'm meeting her tomorrow morning for a dog walk. I'm going to hand it all over. It's going to be so nice getting them back. Yeah. So I'm going to get a Helen's Closet Gilbert top. Mm-hmm. in linen and another like that Camille top maybe mm. that you suggested basically I only because of feeding and a lack of personal style I only wear jeans and t-shirts <laughs> and I look like if you've seen me in the last oh, three years I've literally been wearing jeans and a t-shirt so I need to um I'm still gonna wear the jeans <laughs> 
I'm just going non-stretch <laughs> top, guys. <laughs> I just need to add some woven tops. And do you remember I did this like a few years ago? I've said I don't have any nice clothes. I only wear jeans and t-shirt. And then I sew. I remember I sewed three woven tops. None of them fit me now. Hmm. Well, slash, I don't really like them. But it did make me feel better. So yeah, that's my plan is to get some woven tops going. It's good. Um, so yeah, it's a bit blasphemous. Bit shameful, but we're all, we're all friends. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to claim them as my own makes. I mean, do yeah, you do you. Um, I just I hate going shopping, and I thought if I'm gonna if I don't have time to make it myself, then this is a much nicer alternative. And it's things that you'll have forever, and they'll be made. Yeah, and so they're nicely. made by my friend as well. Yeah, so I treasure them forever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, those. That's all I've been making slash prepping. I've just remembered the big thing we need to talk about. Big thing. The big sew-off. Oh yeah, we hosted the big sew-off last week. Yeah. Two episodes back, if you didn't listen, then there was a podcast where I chatted to Alma and Jemima from Sew Over It. Mm-hmm. about what the big self is. It was a really nice episode, I think. Yeah. And if you didn't hear that and you didn't, you don't know, it's basically a 24-hour sewathon to raise money for Mind. And they hosted it in our studio and got loads of different sewers in all throughout the day. But the core team were actually here sewing 24 hours, so from 10 a.m. on Monday till 10 a.m. on Tuesday. Um, and they raised over 14,000 now, which yeah. is really amazing. I and think they sewed, like, it was like 40, 50 garments yeah. or something. Just in this hub, yeah, because there were a few other hubs around the country. And all of those garments were getting uploaded to Give Your Best, which is, they, it's like a charity, but refugees can choose clothes that they would like from the site. So, And I know some of the garments they were uploading and going like instantly. Like Kate even made this blue gingham everyday dress and apparently went in like 10 seconds. Really? <laughs> yeah, people were waiting for them which is nice. Um, but it was a really great day and like loads of different sewers that we haven't seen in ages came, so it was nice to chat. And um, we were here all day. The shop was open till 9pm. I was actually here all night as well, although, you know, I did duck out to my airbed <laughs> around midnight. <laughs> Some people stayed up the full 24 hours. Yeah, like Sandeep from System in Tarka did. Lisa. Like Lisa. Oh no, Lisa had a, a nap, one little hour nap, didn't she? Yeah, like when I woke up in the morning, she was... I mean, everyone was looking a bit tired. <laughs> and she said she finished a garment, had a sleep for an hour, got up, sewed another garment, and then had another sleep for an hour. It's so funny. Imagine doing that. Oh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. No. But it was, yeah, really nice. What other news? We briefly mentioned the clearance. Maybe we should say about that, because that's quite a big change Yeah. to our way of running, I suppose. We've never had, like, we do occasional sales, like, very occasional. We do, like, a Black Friday sale, or we do a random one if... We need space. We need space. That's basically it. If the shelves get to the point where you can't get rolls in and out, we're like, okay, we just need to shrink it a little bit. Yes. Um, But we actually decided to make sort of a permanent clearance section on the website with fabrics that we do just need to clear. There's nothing wrong with them. They're just taking up space that we need basically it's a mixture of like fabrics as well that have gone into it it's, there's some really fancy ones yeah. in there like there's a 
really beautiful emerald silk crepe machine, which we actually had to take off because stupidly we made it inaccessible we made the excess rolls of it inaccessible but that one will be coming back yeah a few people have asked actually because it i mean it sold so quickly because it was 11 pounds for a really nice silk yeah um but yeah there's amazing fabrics in there they're basically stuff that we have a lot of so occasionally from a designer's production run we'll get something that they just probably didn't end up using in the end Mm. so or ordered maybe yeah we just get like most fabrics will i'd say the average amount of fabric we get per like type of fabric, per roll on a roll is like 10 to 20 meters yeah like really not much at all and then occasionally we'll get like 120 meters of something yeah um and depending on what it is some of them can take up loads of space so it hasn't really been a problem because every two years we've always moved studio to somewhere bigger which has given us more shelf space, more storage space, but we're not leaving the studio. Yeah, and we keep getting new fabrics in, so we got to make some space yeah. somehow. And we've got a storage unit with all the duplicates in, um, which we shifted out there. It's a 15-minute drive away, so we've been doing little runs to get um, some rolls back because you guys are snapping up the, the clearance. But yeah, if you haven't looked, have a look because there's some really, really really good bargains to go everything in there at the moment is half price don't know if that will remain the case but at the moment they're half price so some of them are really cheap and yeah yeah nothing wrong with them nothing wrong with them. i think we've both been cutting quite a lot because we've got a bit of an order backlog at the moment because of the sale yeah um but the jerseys in there are so nice yeah the like organic cotton yeah, jerseys like softest mm-hmm yeah, what's your top clearance pick? <laughs> um, well, it w- would have been the silk, the emerald silk. Mm. The satin jacquard, the red one, is it's so nice. Lush. But I don't know what I would make in it. Perfect but for a Christmas dress, though. Christmas, yeah, Christmas dress. If you if you like do Christmas fancy. <laughs> mm. um, me, my top pick is actually kelp cotton chambray. Oh yeah, we've been saying how good that is. So nice, like. That fabric is so nice. It's yeah. a Japanese cotton. It's really beautiful. My mum messaged me saying, oh, that, that cotton's in clearance. Like, I've got a pair of everyday trousers in it. They're so good. She's like, it washes so nicely. Yeah, like, you can like tell it's good beautiful quality. Beautiful quality, yeah. Yeah, and then she messaged my aunt, like, you need to get this fabric on clearance. So she did. <laughs> <laughs> but it is really, really, really lovely. Um, I think, yeah, that's really cheap now, isn't it? Because it must have been about... I, I think it's like nine pounds a meter. I mean, eight pounds less, a meter. Yeah. Eight pounds. Yeah. Um, my top sale pick. I so, think. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> the magenta power net. Like, if you want to make bras. Oh yeah. That is so cheap, and they're really expensive to buy. I feel like it was cheap anyway, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, and like really good quality. Yeah. Strong power net. Uh, no, my top sale pick is the Midnight Silk Cloquet organza thing. It's, like, really puffy, beautiful. I've got an everyday dress in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think just a top in it would be really nice. Cause, yeah. Because it's slightly see-through, not too bad. Like, I can wear it as a dress with tights. But for a top, it would be really, really lovely. It's an unusual fabric. It's so bouncy. Yeah. And I feel like that's, like, £9 a metre now. Yeah. £8, maybe. Yeah, I think it might be 8 
because we we priced it cheap anyway because we had a lot of it <laughs> well there you go it's an insight Inside into our pricing structure <laughs> <laughs> and then other than the clearance the exciting thing that happened at the weekend was that the first lot of liberty dead stock from the latest delivery went up mm-hmm. and it's all cotton jerseys really soft really lovely yeah really stretchy actually like got really nice four-way stretch good recovery and they are super soft like you can't really tell until you yeah. touch them but they're a really really lovely quality and they're all in like kids wear prints they don't need to be used for kids wear but that's what they were used for in liberty's production so it's like dinosaurs little florals some yeah. little kids drawn designs as well which is really sweet and a lot of them have already sold out because we didn't have as much as some prints but there's still maybe like four prints available yeah yeah rumble and roar which is one like with dinosaurs on it's really really cute yeah eloise one yeah like a blue and a pink eloise yeah and then like we said the rip stops will be coming in about a week or so so on to the actual theme for today's episode after quite a lot of we had a lot to talk about <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about so self-sustainable. So 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 self-sustainable is our annual Instagram challenge. We do it every September. I have done for maybe six years. Oh, is it that many? I was going to say four. Oh, no, it's more than that. And I'm just looking before COVID. Yeah, like on our podcast like list, we did an episode on it. Episode twenty was on so self-sustainable as well. That was September twenty-one. Yeah. It was before COVID, so it's at, I don't know, I reckon five years. Um, yeah. But it's basically a focus on all things sustainability in sewing. So in like your making practices. But it's just a, a nice way for the community to think about sustainability a bit more. There's no pressure to post a certain amount of times. Generally, what we encourage people to do is make a pledge at the start of the month, something that they want to change or work on in the month. And they just basically do that. So what was your pledge this year? Well, I just, I think that every year I sort of regurgitate the same pledge. It's quite nice though to bring your focus back to that thing. I think that's not a bad shout. <laughs> what is it? Well, mine's changed this year actually. Having said that, I've just changed it in my mind. Right. I am going to do my wardrobe audit. Yeah. And I'm actually going to film it so you can... I'll show everyone exactly everything that's in my wardrobe. One pair of jeans, three t-shirts. <laughs> no, it's not really. I've, I've, I did a wardrobe clear out recently, so everything that's in there, in theory, is what I actually want to be wearing now. Mm. Um, but it's quite nice when you do the wardrobe audit. We've got a little template, so you, you can share like how many ready to wears and how many me maids you've got. Yeah. Of bottoms, tops, jeans, jackets, whatever. Um, so I'm going to do that. I feel, I'm intri- intrigued to see like what percentage of my wardrobe is handmade now. It will be high. I think it's quite high. I imagine it's about 80% mm. is what I'd guess. Um, but yeah, I'm going to do my audit. I know what gaps I have. Like I know that I need woven tops. I'm living in like trousers and tops at t-shirts at the moment. Um, I also made some, like, I don't think I've shared them from a remnant from the same designer I was talking about earlier, actually, but it 
was a remnant from like two years ago when we got a box of stuff from them. I've had it in my stash for ages. It was like a crinkle gingham, black and white gingham. Mm-hmm. And I made some everyday trousers in it with like slightly widened leg. And I really love them. And I feel really nice in them. So I think actually I should just make some other alternatives to jeans. Yeah, that's nice. It changes the look of the outfit so much. I'm not wearing jeans. It's nice. Yeah. So my plan is to just do that. Spot some little gaps where I need some uh, garments. I'm going to do my switch over to my autumn wardrobe as well. You know what? I can't get behind this. Everyone keeps, like, well, I always see it in the changing seasons, swap people over. being like, I'm doing my swap over. Where does the other stuff go? I'll show you in my video. Okay. I've literally all my packed... stuff is just all squidged into the wardrobe yeah, all the time. And that is why you've got a moth problem. <laughs> Don't. Because <laughs> I'll show you how I store all mine. And I'm still going to do a preliminary freeze. Now I've got my darling chest freezer. But what if you want to wear a jumper in, like, I don't. July? I don't want to wear wool. I occasionally, out, I'm like, oh, that's quite nice. Watch my video. I keep out a couple of jumpers. Like, yeah. what, sweat-toppy jumper things. Like, jump jumper jumpers. Like, you've got... You've been wearing the... Cappuccino look-back Yeah, sweatshirt. exactly. Yeah. Just something like that that you can just... Like a pullover thing. Mm. And then, yeah, all my knitwear goes away. Yeah, I mean, I do need to minimise... Yeah, okay. Maybe this will be the year. But I'm going to do my little swap over. But yeah, that's my plan. And then I know that I've got a few things to fix that are in a little box. Um, like One of my friends gave me some jeans that didn't fit her anymore. And they need a little crotch repair. One of my pairs of jeans need a little crotch darny situation. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, do some repairs. Take stock of my current wardrobe. And then perhaps also do a slight de-stash of my fabric. But I did do one recently, so... Yeah. It shouldn't be too needed. What's your pledge? Okay, so... Now it's to do... (laughs) Put away my summer wardrobe. No, not really. Um, I want to tackle... The moths. The moths, but mostly the stash of moth-eaten things that are in my freezer and have been there since, like, January. I've, like, partly I don't really know how to handle them, but also I just don't want to handle it because it's so distressing. Anyone with a moth-eaten, like, handmade, knitted thing, you, need to speak you know to how Lucy it feels. You did the darning I know. shop. I know. It's all, like, the little baby knits and, oh, just... And, and I don't trust myself yet to, to mend them like as nicely as I should. Mm. But I do need to tackle that because I don't have enough space for all the fish fingers that I need. And <laughs> <laughs> so I will do that. Um, and yeah, just have like a little clear out as well. I definitely want to minimise things and then I'll probably be able to see like what the gaps are and what I want to make for the next season, I think. Do you know what else would be fun to do? Take a picture of what you wear every single... Should we do this? Mm-hmm. Okay, just get someone to take a picture of you or you take a picture of yourself in the mirror every single day from the month mm-hmm. and then we'll put them all into a picture on... into uh, Like, you know, put them all together so you can see it. Mm-hmm. Then you'll be able to see what you actually wear. Okay. Should we do that? Yeah. Okay. I feel like I know all summer I've basically worn You've a worn- knitting dress. 
Most days. You've got like five dresses and a couple of skirts, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but do it going forward now because the weather might change a bit and it might get a bit. Okay. Deal. All right, we'll start in a minute and photograph each other. (laughs) Um, Are you going to do... So you are going to do a wardrobe audit? Yeah, I'll do my wardrobe audit. I like doing it anyway because we've done it so many years and it's nice to see how it changes each year. Yeah. I remember doing one on your boat where Sid was so little. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Carried him round. And and I feel like he was there when you did my one on my on the boat one year. Yeah. He was, yeah, wasn't he? Was, he? Yeah. And I did one two years ago, like I did a video of it. Um and I'm holding Iris in that one, that must have been two years ago. Yeah. It's funny. Did you know that as well as their sewing machines, Faf also have a range of high-end sewing tools and accessories. We love their scissors that are all forged from German steel. Incredible quality, they'll be with you for a sewing lifetime. So stretch used to be quite... Rigid. Rigid, I mean, when we first started, it was like a prompt every day for you to share. But that's sort of what was more happening with Instagram challenges back then. I think they've generally gone looser. It's it's a bit... Full on, isn't it? Yeah. It was a bit stressful to feel like you had to share something every single day. Yeah. So then we did like weekly themes. This year it's like, we guide you through the month. Yeah. And it's mostly really thinking about your pledge and sort of making the challenge what you want it to be, I think. And just sharing what you're finding interesting and what you've learned. Yeah. So if you want to get involved, basically you can post anything, you can tell us about your pledge, you can tell us some like sustainability tips. I saw somebody posted a few days ago that they'd sewn like a scrap busting project making a peg holder, which is a really nice project. And then mm, she was talking nice. about um, switching to stainless steel pegs, which is just a nice little thing that I'd never thought about. If I had a garden <laughs> with a line, I would do that. When I do, I will buy them. Um, yeah, and just hashtag so yourself sustainable, and then like we well, and tag us as well if you like to make sure we can see it. Yeah, and you can always look on our page as well. We've got a highlight of so yourself sustainable twenty three, and it's got all the templates and things in there. If you want to share them, you can share them at any point in the month, basically. And we will be doing a prize, maybe a couple of prizes at the end of the month, just for people that we think have shared and engaged the most, and like taught us the most I suppose we're going to be doing some fabric vouchers yeah big fabric vouchers big yeah and we had a fabric swap as well actually that's the other thing that we did as part of it yeah we always we host a we hold a few fabric swaps through the year but always one in September yeah to help people de-stash and it was really nice I think the team got a few bits of fabric as well and donated quite a bit of fabric and then they'd made little piles in the um Molly and Gemma were here, and then they'd left little piles for Haley and Charlotte, and they picked them fabrics they thought they'd like. <laughs> it was like really sweet. Personality in a fabric stack. <laughs> it was so sweet. Um, and the leftover fabric this time we're sending to some like refugee sewing sewing groups. Yep, who are always looking for donations to use for their projects. Yeah. But yeah, just basically share stuff, hashtag us, and. Get involved if you'd like. I really recommend doing the wardrobe audit because it's quite a fun thing to do. Years ago, actually, I had a book called... I mean, what was it called? The Wardrobe Audit? No, The Wardrobe Architect. A Curated Closet. Curic- How do you remember that? <laughs> you know it. And it was by... Actually, if anyone knows what happened to this person who... Who was it? 
it was a woman who had an Instagram and it, and I used to love it. I hadn't thought about this in ages. She used to share really cool, like, like working through your wardrobe, like activities to do or like discovering your personal style. Yeah. Taking note of like different silhouettes, what fits you, what looks good on you, what you should be wearing. Capsule wardrobe vibe. Mm-mm. She wrote this book called The Curator's Closet. And then maybe the algorithm just doesn't show me anymore, but show me her anymore. But I just haven't seen anything of her in like years. I feel like the book was like a final hurrah. A lot of people do just like they're really big on Instagram and then they just get. Yeah, it's just a change of lifestyle. Or... But in that book, The Curator's Closet, it had like loads of exercises where you'd work through and you'd. Mm. You know, figure out your personal style and the wardrobe audit is like a basic version of that yeah. just being like I own this many tops this many bottoms and it becomes really obvious mm. what you don't actually wear I've been thinking this weekend because I spent I've spent more time on the beach this summer than I ever have and I just have one swimming costume <laughs> So, like, that's something that I could easily just sew. Yeah, I go swimming every week with Marigold and I wear the same swimming costume. Yeah. And it's a bad one as well. If anyone owns a U-swim swimming costume, you know, it's one size fits all. Although now they've added a second size band, I think. Mm. And they're nice because they soak up so much water. Oh. Yeah, they're like, they are really great, but obviously to be able to expand to the full range of sizing, it's really comfortable and, like, you feel really nice in it. You put it on, it's like... Mm. Feels good. Um, but yeah, it just holds so much water. So it's just kind of an annoying thing to go to wear to actually go to the swimming pool. Not functional really. No. Yeah. If anyone's got recommendations actually for swimwear patterns, because I feel like it's something I just haven't seen. And I do want to make one. Actually, yes. There's some... a company that makes its own like so swim. Oh really? And it I have looked then. Loads and loads mm. of patterns. We're also going to be, like, we encourage people to think about, like, altering, amending in the first bit of the month. So, sort of, before you're planning your projects going forwards, think about how you can make your current wardrobe more wearable, and that includes mending stuff that needs fixing. Yeah. Or altering stuff. Yeah. Also, like, it is sustainable, obviously, but it's also just nice to clear them out of your brain. Like, it's such a rewarding thing to do. Take something that's not wearable, fix it. Generally, it doesn't take as long as making a whole new garment anyway. And then you've got something that you'll actually wear. Yeah, it's annoying when you've got stuff hanging around waiting for repairs, isn't it? Yeah, a little pile of things to do. Pile of doom. (laughs) And then the second half of the month, we sort of change to be start thinking about what changes you can make to your sewing practice moving forward basically. moving forward yeah that's sort of what we call it thinking about the fabric you're using so obviously we talk about true dead stock which is what we sell um, but other like more sustainable fabric and fiber choices the patterns you might be using like thinking about reusing patterns you have and hacking them instead of just always buying a new pattern um yeah things like that basically we ask people to share stuff as well during the month like tips and mm-hmm. little bits of knowledge and like people do share some amazing things like if you know loads about a specific fiber then sharing details about that 
mm. might influence someone else's sewing going forward. We should share our new fabric knowledge. Raimi. Raimi. Oh, Raimi. Raimi. <laughs> <laughs> this is our sustainable fibre tip for you. Um, we got some new fabrics in and there were quite a few Raimi's. We didn't really know what it was, so we looked it up. And basically, it's dubbed like the silky linen. And it's very similar to a linen, but a bit softer, silkier. And more breathable yeah. and more moisture wicking. Yeah. So it's really it nice cooler. when it's hot weather. Yeah. yeah. But it's actually made by, from a plant, which is a member of the nettle family. Yeah. That was yeah. interesting for us to learn. Always learning. Then we found this brilliant book. <laughs> I just remembered that. <laughs> We were in the bookshop by our office, and it's a really nice bookshop, but it had this section on fashion. We were looking for a present for someone, and there was this book called, like... What's it called? Textile... Fashion. No, Textileography. Textilepedia? Textilepedia. Is it? Fabricopedia. Oh, we should figure this out and actually tell you. Something like that. Basically, it's a fabric encyclopedia. It has so much information in there. About everything, like fibres and weaves, finishes. It's just so good. But yeah, it's got to be up there with a present for a sewist. Yeah, I think so. Really, really nice book. We will be using it a lot. Right, we've asked the team to come in and share their pledges with you. Da, da, da. Who are we going to ask first? Um, whoever's closest. Who we got? Molly. Molly, what's your pledge? Go. My pledge this year is to use all of the fabric I've already bought in my stash to sew with before buying any more. Nice. Nice. That, that's what's the first thing you're going to make? Ooh, um, what is the first thing you make? How big is your stash? Sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, Expose moderate. on all the team's <laughs> stashes. It's like moderate. It feels like a few shelves in nice. a little spare room. I think, but oh, actually, from the fabric swap, I picked up some cord and I'm going to make my brother a shirt for Christmas. Because you've got to get the Christmas presents in early, otherwise... It's so true. It comes that around, doesn't true. it? Molly's kind of the queen of home handmade presents. Actually, so does Gemma, Gemma and does so really does Hayley. Like, yeah. All the mm. team make nice handmade presents. Yeah. Really nice stuff. Good about you guys as well. sewing. Mm-mm. No, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I have done. I've gone through yeah, I have. Yeah, but not in not in a phase of that now. <laughs> All right, thank you, Molly, no for your podcast debut. Thank you. <laughs> so, Gemma, what's your pledge for this year? So, my pledge is kind of like a free, free levels. So, sorted through my fabric and brought that to the swap. So I've she done took that. away four times what she brought. No, just tell people. <laughs> I did take Man, away. Manage if you're listening. <laughs> There's nine new pieces of fabric in your flat. You must have known. They're not in the flat yet. You must have known. Um, and then I have to finish what I've already started making before I start anything new. Yeah, that's good. Clear it out of the little. Yeah, that you've got. That's it. It feels so nice when you do that. I've got a little. I could add that to my pledge, to be honest. And then my third bit is I've actually made a little plan of what I want to say rather than autumn. Well, for the rest of the year. What's on it? So I multiple Christmas presents. That's what Molly just said. It's so nice. And then (laughs) um, 
what else is on now? I want to make a dress for Christmas. I um, and then the projects I haven't finished yet are all on there. So yeah, yeah that's good. A couple of shirts. Nice. I want to make a long skirt, an everyday dress. I got some really nice fabric in the swap for an everyday dress. Nice. Yeah, so I'm going to do that. Good. Yeah. Good pledges. Thank you. Hi Hayley. Hello. <laughs> What's your pledge? <laughs> um, I've actually already gone through my stash. I went through a couple of days ago. How Sunday. big is it? I have five see-through non-deep totes, like um, bitten organizer bins. Mm. Oh, They're like okay. shallow, like this, like 10, 20 centimeters deep and five and they're stacked. And that's pretty much most of my stash. That's I went through all good. this. And I, but I got rid of like a decent stack. I have like hmm, quite a few things. I had just been sitting around that I'm like, I'm not going to make anything with that. So I'm going to donate, clear them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's big. And then I think like for me, it's like cutting efficiently, like lay planning, mm-hmm. like that, because when I lay plan everything the right way, then you, I mean, you're obviously being way more sustainable with it, but then keeping bigger scraps is like, especially the fabric I really yeah. like, because if I have a big enough scrap like you can make a little top out of it yeah. and that's how I've ended up making like matching sets before of something or like reusing a little piece of something on another garment yeah yeah. Nice. yeah yeah you're good at matching sets actually yeah I made that one earlier in the summer that I love the linen yeah 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 good time my big bits ledges very nice yeah Thank probably you. stuff that's already been said but it's <laughs> <laughs> still important <laughs> all right so we're gonna we'll catch up with everyone's pledges actually yeah, at get the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see how they went. Maybe I'm going to go back and listen to our last episode as well and see what my pledge was. Mm. Just out of interest. But yeah, please do share your pledges. Remember to hashtag so yourself sustainable. We keep an eye on the hashtag throughout the whole month. It has, it has shared quite a lot now. Yeah. Um, it's really nice that everyone's using it. Make sure that you tag us to be in with a chance, just so we know that you're taking part. We keep notes of everyone who's like participating or sharing really nice content and they become sort of our short note short list for the prize at the end of the month mm-hmm. yeah and we just like seeing it as well so please do tag us and use the hashtag as well thank you so much for listening oh i keep i always forget to say this but if you could if you don't mind please do leave us a review at the moment, I feel like we've only got one review and it says, like, lots of cackling and laughing and not enough chat. Um, Fair. So please do leave us a review. It really helps people find us. Uh, yeah, you can do that on, like, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Yeah, there must be a way on everything. There must be. Um, huge thank you to Faf for sponsoring and to Fred for editing. See you next week. Bye.